to the new edition of the podcast of Live Value TV, the podcast for more life value. My name is Stefan Josef and I'm glad you listened to my podcast where we talk today about the impact of humans on natural climate change and the challenging trend reversal. To what extent have you already noticed the changes in the global climate this year? Would you be happy about a winter like 30 or 40 years ago? Climate protection is on everyone's lips. Climate stickers want to bring about change through controversial actions. For many people, the measures taken do not seem to be sustainable enough. What are the real difficulties in finding and implementing genuine sustainable solutions for the protection of our habitat? In previous episodes, I have often focused on what we can do on a small scale to positively influence the development of the climate. Some of us may be the last generation of our family, but how worth living here on Earth should be for all future generations? The further development of artificial intelligence with applications such as ChatGPT is one of the most significant technological achievements of our time. However, its use is not without controversy. For many people, this raises the question, how many jobs will be lost as a result? While Hollywood is experiencing an unprecedented strike over the use of AI systems, the question arises as to what artificial intelligence can at least contribute to reducing the climate crisis. Is technological progress, which has been particularly strong for several decades, being used too little to curb the climate crisis? If we look at the energy debate in particular, a closer look still leaves it unclear whether e-cars have already made a big splash. On the one hand, a possible blackout in the power supply is being raised. On the other hand, voices are being raised that see hydrogen cars as the next best option. As part of my current university course, one of the tasks we were given was to deal with Pope Francis' encyclical Laudate Deum, which was published only a few weeks ago. It stands out that he doesn't deny the climate changes that have their natural origin. In Francis' remarks, I was very surprised by the foresight with which he views the climate crisis and change. In addition, he openly addresses the problem of the global distribution of power. To put it simply, it could be said that everything is only in the hands of the powerful. But to what extent does society have the potential to bring about desirable measures from its depths? Anyone who has known me for a long time knows that 13 years ago I was still smoking one and a half packs of cigarettes a day. A few weeks ago it occurred to me how much the environment could be protected if 11 billion cigarettes were not smoked per day. From my point of view, the perfumers, among other things, cause considerable damage to nature when disposed of. Three and a half years ago, in my eight-part series of episodes on My Mission 100,000, I focused extensively on people's lives and nature, among other things. The Laudate Deum has now prompted me to consider the value of life even more extensively. After all, living a good life has a lot to do with being accorded respect and dignity.
as I have emphasized several times, for me belief always comes before religion. Of course, every religion has a certain belief, after all. In any case, the focus is on recognizing that we are connected to each other worldwide, so every action has a knock-on effect for everyone on earth. It is presently this global social interconnectedness that gives society from below the power to bring about change. What is required is the commitment of the individual. Even though we clearly need jobs to earn money for a living, a lot would change quickly if politics put a stop to the powerful worldwide. After all, power can only be played out as long as decision makers are involved. If projects are awarded without ostensibly satisfying the greed for profit, we as a society will still win. We don't know how limited the natural resources actually are, and there is nothing exclusive against the use of resources. The greatest crime is that swathes of land are left devastated without taking measures for renaturalization. And let's just assume that we could all do without meat. How much more could nature be preserved and plant food grown? However, all the demands made on politicians do not relieve us of our responsibility, because taking into account income, of course, we start with the change on a small scale, and if we share our seemingly small contributions with the global community more than before, suddenly many measures that seem small will have an underestimated effect on our a future worth living. From my point of view, a prosperous life is an important goal for our existence on earth. The manner in which the wealth is achieved is the decisive core. After all, why should the meaning of life not mean the right to prosperity? Without, of course, curtailing the freedom and rights of other people. As far as I'm concerned, I'm convinced that there are enough technologies to reverse the trend of the global climate. Hence my request today. Let's work together to promote the use of climate technologies and the mental limitation of power wherever our life worth living is not in the foreground. I'm looking forward to your subscription to my podcast and I invite you to take a look at my YouTube channel Life Valley TV. I wish you a future changing time. All love, Stefan Josef.